Hello, and welcome to Courageous Conflict. I'm Dr. Donna Marino. Most people call me Dr. Donna. And I'm your guide on this journey into the world of family-run businesses. Join me as we explore the keys to fostering a dream team mentality in your family enterprise, achieving seamless succession, scalability, and nurturing new leadership. Through expert insights, personal stories, and actionable tips, we'll help you create a harmonious, thriving family business environment. Let's embark on this transformative adventure together. I thought for our first episode, I would just start by telling you a little bit about me and my journey, how I got to this point of working with family businesses. I think I have to start kind of back to a little bit about how I grew up. I grew up uh, on Long Island, New York, in a middle-class neighborhood. Most of the dads were plumbers and electricians and phone company technicians, police officers, firefighters. That was our neighborhood. It was close-knit, families of four or more kids mostly, and everyone played together and ran around together. And there was definitely a sense of family and community and hard work in our neighborhood and in our home especially. My father was a commercial electrician. He worked on construction jobs. And he was uh, second generation in that in that job, in that role. My grandfather also was a commercial electrician, and he worked on the Verrazano Bridge. My dad worked on the World Trade Center, and he stayed there um, maintaining the building, putting in security systems, fire alarms. He even climbed the the antenna on the top and would put um, news cameras on there and things like that. And he used to say that he was afraid of heights. We would tease him about it and say, if you're afraid of heights, then how do you get up there? And he would say, I just don't look down. And then my brother became the, the third generation in that business. And he got to put up the in the new Yankee Stadium, um, the new scoreboard. So our family was really tied to the history of New York. But more than that, there was just this sense of family sticking together, loyalty, following in footsteps, and that hard work. All of my siblings and I talk about how we are lucky and fortunate that our father gave us such a strong work ethic, and we all attribute our our work ethic to him. So what does this have to do with how I got into family businesses? Well, families are a top priority for me, my family and other people's families. I lost my father when I was 25. He was I'm still working at the World Trade Center, and he was there when the uh, when the buildings came down, he was doing work on the 105th floor for Canner Fitzgerald. And at the time, I was uh, still in graduate school and I was getting my doctorate. 
in clinical psychology. My dad was extremely proud of me. I am the only person in my family to have a doctorate. And our generation, my siblings and my cousins were really the first to go and, and get college degrees. But my, my dad was always really proud of me for being smart and hardworking and going that extra mile to, to get this degree. And so when I lost him so suddenly and tragically and being very, very close with my father, I really vowed to live a life that would make him proud and keep him being proud. And I wanted to put good back into the world. I wanted to almost match the the level of terror and evil and lack of a better word, badness with the amount of goodness that I would put out. I wanted to equal that in the world for him. So in my in my career, I've always thought about that. And while I started my career working with children and families in the foster care system and, and DCFS social services, that was the place at that time where I felt I could do the most good. But then when I had my own family, I just felt that that was too much heaviness to bring home to them. And so I started expanding my work. And along the way, I discovered coaching as an expanding field. You know, many people are in coaching, but it is also considered a psychological service, you know, from a more industrial organizational approach, but also from emotional intelligence, empathy, understanding the root cause of why you do what you do, why you think what you think. And I'm not talking about the deep dive into your past and your childhood. That's therapy. And therapy goes deeper like that and also treats pathology, diagnosis, anxiety, depression, and, and puts that label on. Coaching is really more thinking forward and not that therapy doesn't, but we don't dive into necessarily those very deep issues, but we really focus on what are your goals and how can I help you achieve them and guide them. Psychologists have, I think, I'm biased, of course, a unique advantage because psychology is the study of the mind and behavior. And sometimes people only see psychologists in this one role, but we can play many different roles. And as an executive coach, I get to look at how you're interacting with other people and help you see the other side of the coin and see why someone's triggering you. I help you get to communicate to other people in a way that they can hear you so you both end up getting what you want that. And I'm going to talk more on this podcast, though, about not always getting what you want, no matter what side that is because that is courageous conflict. Courageous conflict is actually not about compromising, but we'll get into that. So along my journey, I discovered positive psychology, which is the study of um, what's right and what's working rather than what's wrong, which 
clinical psychology historically has has focused on that, right? We treat mental disorders or mental disease as it might be referred to, but positive psychology was like, what if we study positive attributes and how people develop them and how can we recreate them? And what if we study the most successful people and learn how they think and what their habits are and teach that to others? And that's what I do with families. How I stumbled into this family niche was really through a referral from a colleague. He was working with someone in a in a business aspect, business strategy aspect as a consultant. And this person came to him um, about some emotions that they were having that they didn't quite understand. And so this colleague of mine thought of me and referred this person over to me. And as we peeled back the onion, discovered that it was really tied up in thoughts and feelings about retirement and succession. And we were able to process that together and to use strategies and techniques to think it through and to create a plan. And that plan eventually led up to a very successful, smooth, and easy succession where previously, many years ago, they had tried at this and it did not go well. It caused conflict. It caused resentment. And my client ended up, you know, not succeeding and staying in the company. And this time we were able to do it in a very smooth way. And the gratification of that to watch this family grow and become closer through the process, to watch a father and son have the best relationship they've ever had, and father and daughter as well, was the biggest gift. And the biggest gift I could give back to my own father. The way I see my role is to help families leave a long legacy of success and positive impact in their communities, in the economy, and and in their own families. Most family business owners that I know are looking to create generational wealth for their families. They're looking to give their kids just a, a better life, more opportunities, um, and also to contribute to the community by by hiring people in the community, by bringing in jobs, by bringing in money to the community. And also, you know, I find that they do a lot of uh, charitable work and and charitable donations. I see that many of these families want to give back. When I see families breaking up because of business conflict and squabbles, it really hurts my heart. And And I've seen it people who end up suing each other, family members who stop talking to each other. I can understand the fears in in succession and scaling because of what it can do. And I see it as my role to create and sustain that generational legacy while also keeping the family together and even helping them become closer. Some of the unique problems that I see in family businesses 
are unique communication problems because there's so much history there. Uh, you know, it can be hard to see our brothers, sisters, parents differently than how we grew up with them. And it can be hard to see them in their professional roles. And I've had that experience as well in my own family. Uh, you know, there's a uniqueness to family businesses, too, because you've got both family members and non-family members. And how do you negotiate that? How do the non-family members deal with family members when there's conflict with them? Do they feel like they can speak up? As a family business doctor, I like to say, Dr. Donna, the family business doctor, I try to help them through through that. I believe in courageous conflict. I think too many times we fall into old habits that don't serve us. We don't say what's on our mind, so we take shots at each other or maybe even under the guise of a joke. But there's, there's some truth in there, right? There's a little sting in there. Non-family members may not speak up and say what they mean because they're concerned about the influence of the family member and what if they disagree. But through courageous conflict, we become better. We become better companies, better employees and bosses. We innovate more. We retain our top talent better. Um, we attract top talent better. We're more productive. There's more buy-in. There's more ownership by the employees because people get a chance to voice what they're really thinking. They get to voice what their choices and decisions and insights are. And you never know when you're going to find that, that next nugget that's going to propel the company forward. I said that courageous conflict isn't about compromise, and it isn't because not everybody wins all the time. Sometimes a compromise is not the right thing for the company, but being able to talk through it and have healthy conversation, although conflict, is really important. And one of the things I see about family businesses that's also kind of unique to them is just how passionate they are. And I I love that. As someone who came from uh, an Italian-Irish family and neighborhood, you know, there's a lot of passion there. And we didn't always have healthy conflict or communicate well. Um, and I know how that can, that can get heated. So learning how to channel that passion in the right way, because it's so essential to the business and it's really something that gives family businesses a leg up. You can see I get really excited about working with these teams because I know how they can excel. I know that they, as families, whether you're a family member or not in the business, have advantages over other companies that other people, they may actually see it as a disadvantage. But if you harness it correctly, it can create these dream teams that work so well together that help you grow your business, that help you create that close-knit community that wants what's best for the company, that knows how to make decisions that are best for the company and that are not just self-serving. I just love what I do. I love being able to get in there and work as a team 
even though I'm sort of the outsider as the coach and consultant, really getting in there and getting to assess the team as a whole, coach the team both individually and group, provide that leadership training for those managers that were so good at what they were doing that they got promoted, but they've never managed people before. So now what do they do and how do they balance all that work and how do they handle being in the middle? All those complicated dynamics that come up, I find that it's just something that I love helping them manage and that people management and relationships and just learning how to be the best company that you can be to have the biggest impact that you can. Uh, you know, a lot of my companies are also in manufacturing, which I'm, I'm sure you know, a lot of family businesses are in manufacturing. And it just, it, that also reminds me of just how I grew up with, with lots of friends and family in the trades, which uh, I love to see how things are built and how they work. And that just feeds a certain part of me as well. But I love how these businesses are also very uh, grounded and down to earth, and it's not a lot of those corporate games. And um, that directness is refreshing. Um, and at the same time, uh, you know, what our strengths are can also sometimes become our weaknesses if we're not careful. And that's one of my sweet spots is helping you continue to be you and communicate in the way that that fits you, but learning how to maybe temper that in a way that other people can hear better. At the end of the day, everybody wants to feel seen and heard. And if you can connect with your people in that way and help them, uh, then you, you're going to win. You know, you're going to win at the people game, I'm going to say. You're going to have those loyal, hardworking employees that you want. So that's a little bit about me. I mean, my, my top values are family and making a positive difference in the world. And I just find that when I work with family businesses, it gets to feed me as well. It gets to feed those values of mine. And I get to make that contribution that um, hopefully my dad's looking down and, and feeling pretty proud about. And that's what I want for your families, too for those generations to be able to look back and know that they're they're making their history and continuing their family's legacy and, and making the people who went before them proud. I want to thank you, everyone both at home or on the go who are listening. And if you found this show helpful, please go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. It does wonders for the show so that more people can find a Courageous Conflict organically. And if you have any questions about anything I talked about today or, of course, for future episodes, just please drop me a line, admin at drdonnamarino.com. So that's A-D-M-I-N at drdonnamarino.com. Be sure to know I read every email I get, whether that's an episode idea, a guest recommendation, or just a simple note about how the show has impacted you. If you're interested in being on the show, please let me know too, because I'm very interested in talking 
to other family businesses and to people who also work with family businesses. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Dr. Donna Marino, and I'll see you on the next episode.